Welcoming, welcome. Uh, we don't have Tyler, who is the mastermind behind all of this uh, electronic mess back here in the new studio. We're still learning it. Uh, we were hoping it would be as easy as, you know, coming in here every week and flipping a switch, but it's not quite that simple yet. We're still working on that. Getting there, getting, getting there. there. Getting there, getting there, getting there. But uh, yeah, we're here. Hopefully you can hear us. Hopefully uh, we've got some people coming in here. I don't know if... Uh, if you want to check on your phone, or I can check to see if uh, if we actually went live. I think I have a notification here that says, uh, yeah, Firing Pin is live. So Firing Pin is live. Working. Amazing. Um, Looks like we got Brian tonight with us. Yes, we have so, the Duffster with been, us. Been a little while. Yeah, when's the last time you were here? You have, have you done one out in the new studio yet? No, I haven't been out here yet. It's been... I think since before Thanksgiving because of the holidays. It kept sure, falling sure. right before the holidays of the weeks I would normally do it. You right. know what? I've never seen Tyler pull the double headphone move. Right. That's a pro. That's that, a pro move for right sure. there. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> With two headsets on, I <laughs> Exactly. Fantastic. Let's, uh, before we always uh, get a little too far, let's hit our sponsors. Yes, for sure. So, uh, guys, as you know, we have, and I'm going to switch the order tonight yes. on everybody like so uh tonight we're going to talk about arms preservation inc first and those guys as you know are our local small business these guys right here yeah we got their awesome uh logo back there what's up mitch i know he's watching always. right now hopefully i'm not sure if jason always catches a slide but i know he always watches the show so nice uh we love those guys they make any uh they make all sorts of different products for your firearm storage needs, mm -hmm. whether it's long-term mm -hmm. or short-term. They have a very durable uh, bag. It's blue, made with their patented uh, or patent-pending or, or proprietary uh, VCI technology, the vapor corrosion inhibitor mm -hmm. technology. Off-gases uh, in the bag, uh, and, and it, like it's not just a plastic bag that keeps moisture out mitch loves the word micro environment right? it creates Ooh, a micro environment in the bag <laughs> and uh yes yeah, so they have shotgun uh long gun uh like tactical long gun right they have carbine like m4 type length uh they have pistol length they have uh everybody's favorite the 50 cal ammo can liner um, that's an awesome bag yep so and you can store any number of different like valuable we got to get them. We got to do like some science. Um, uh, you know, I happen to be somewhat of a man of science myself. You? Yeah, yeah, you know, okay. uh, we should get like, uh, you know, standard issue bucket of dirt, mm -hmm. uh, mud from out back, if you will, and like bury like a Taurus or just some, you know, we'll get something in on trade that we don't care about, like a Taurus. Sure. And <laughs> There's a Taurus curve somewhere. Oh, no, wait, somebody. Did we sell that? I yeah, think I sold I it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of, I, I regret doing some things, and that's one of them. That yeah, was that's a, a stupid gun. That would have been the perfect gun to bury in To put it in the ground yeah, for yeah. 100 years. Uh, so, yeah, Arms Preservation Inc., amazing sponsor. Love and, those guys. Uh, so that's how you preserve your gun for longevity. What if I wanted to preserve my body for longevity? Or, oh, or man. Pro prolong my life, maybe. Is that I possible? Know, I know the exact place for, to send you. You're going to go to Beyond <laughs> Driven Fitness Main Street in Leroy. Yeah. Uh, and they have so many different programs they have uh spin fit classes they have crossfit they have uh like a cardio boxing class awesome. yeah they have 24 7 access to the gym there to part of the gym area they have a specific spot 
for 24-7 That's cool. access for the members. Yeah. Uh, very cool. affordable rates. I believe it starts at like 35 bucks a month oh that's nice um yeah no yeah, yeah. very affordable uh definitely the the most state-of-the-art facility in i was gonna say Genesee i always see County. them getting new equipment in they're always investing you they know, are nothing yeah. against them but you know you go to some gyms and they're tired they're very sure. tired and they don't invest in the gym itself and right. it shows and that's that's definitely that's something you know i'm always trying to do here is make the range look nice because it 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 wears it gets wear and a gym is you know probably even worse for that kind of stuff and I, people are hard on i that can't imagine the amount yeah. of uh, upkeep that goes into keeping that place looking neat and tidy uh but the members over there are great um and the staff is friendly and knowledgeable and all of that stuff so definitely check those guys out nice two uh, awesome stream them. sponsors that they've been with us now for quite a while yeah, I'd have to look back to know exactly, but definitely over a yeah. year, I would say, awesome. for each of them. Easily over a year. And, yeah. Um, yeah, so we can't thank them enough for the support. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm going to be talking to Casey real soon from Beyond Driven Fitness because uh, he's going to be helping out with some different stuff for the skirmish. Very cool. Uh, we have coming up in March. So that's going to be uh, 25 March for those of you who are interested uh, out there at Escarpment Arms in Lockport. So uh, definitely come and check that out. Uh, we were going to talk about uh, some various things today, one of which is some inventory items and one of which uh, is up there uh, for the rental wall. I'm going to first talk to you guys about probably the coolest thing that I came across when I was out looking at the inventory. So this is uh, the Glock 48 uh, MOS, right? And so, as you guys can see, it's got an optic cut on the slide, uh, ready to go for uh, various optics. Definitely going to need something Finally uh, smaller. Finally release an MOS for that. Yes, nice. they have the MOS, and uh, it's got a very nice set of Ameriglow night sights on there. I've been using Ameriglow sights for a while, and I really like them, so I'm happy about that. Um, this is a Gen 5 uh, slimline pistol. So it's got your forward slide serrations, uh, which is great. It's got the uh, nitride finish on the slide, and it's got the uh, smooth front uh, strap with no uh, finger grooves. This specific gun, guys, is a uh, an MOS, or correction, I'm sorry, a blue label, right? So uh, it is only available to certain people, um, veterans, first responders, uh, active military, LEOs, uh, certain armed guards, things of that uh, nature. Um, but if you are eligible or think you might be eligible, you can definitely check out, uh, if you Google Glock Blue Label eligibility, you'll be able to find a more comprehensive list. Uh, the guys at the gun counter can also help you out on that if you want to give them a call and chat about it. 10-round um, capacity, um, really awesome concealed carry handgun um for those of you who are looking for one if if you get one that uh outside of the mos program i want to say it's going to be about 75 bucks more so about 675 uh roughly would be the price on that uh, but you can check on the store store.thefiringpinny.com i'm back brandon's back i see Hello. that you are back uh, yeah, so I was just giving a quick rundown on the 48 MOS. 
Uh, we were talking a little bit of inventory stuff. So Very we have cool. a whole bunch of handguns out there. Uh, and this one I thought was one of the cooler ones. But on the topic of... I was just segueing from handguns themselves into our uh, New York State concealed carry class. Sure. As yeah. we all know, New York State has come up with a bunch of very restrictive new gun laws in recent years, right? Starting with the SAFE Act in 2013 and then continuing on with SAFE Act 2, right? Yeah, the, and concealed, the Concealed Carry Improvement Act. Aren't you just so glad that things are improved? Love for it. Us? I'm so yeah, excited awesome. about all the improvements <laughs> to everybody's quality of life and everything. So, um, the uh, New York State requirement now is to get uh, about 18 hours in total of of a com combination of classroom training in conjunction with some live fire training on the range with uh, a qualified instructor or mm -hmm. in our case instructors mm -hmm. so uh, myself mm -hmm. and john have kind of collaborated and put together uh, a little curriculum uh, based on all of the new york state requirements checking all of those boxes and then also you know adding in some of our own information absolutely especially yeah. on the uh yeah. on the live fire side right because it is two hours worth of training that has to kind of happen on the range mm -hmm. and um you know if you based on our experience i would say the amount of time that we spend on the range um we get a lot covered we sure. cover a lot yeah. of ground yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? and so yep. we're able to really dial in on a lot of uh I would say like a higher level, a higher standard of, mm -hmm. of accuracy and, and training and all that stuff that then that is actually like specified. So that's really good. Absolutely. Um, I love, not to interrupt, I love too yeah. when you guys, when you and John sat down and developed the course, you have every part of the course, like New York State published a very wide curriculum, you yeah. know, teach de-escalation of force, yep. teach suicide prevention, yep. teach, you know, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and some of, you know, say like drawing from a holster. Uh, sight alignment, breath control, trigger, all that, all that kind of stuff. Sure, sure. There's, there's things that okay, yeah, that's, that's that's based in this or based in that. And every single item, we have like a three-page document mm -hmm. that you guys worked on uh, that shows like okay, when we're teaching how to draw from a holster, that's drawn from USCCA curriculum or this curriculum or NRA or we worked with um, the pathway to hope for the suicide prevention part of it, right, which is right, like right. that's the glow regions you know suicide prevention task force yeah they gave uh, us all folks. of the various so like, talking points and they gave us yeah. all the points of contact our, and our class is all grounded in um you know things that that you guys are certified in right not just you know oh i i meet new york state's requirement of being say an nra instructor or a 4-h instructor or a hunter's ed instructor sure, right. uh, and i can you know i can tell people what i think de-escalation is or what you know, suicide prevention topics, you know, just cheer up, you know, don't, don't be sad or whatever, you know, like, sure. But it's yeah, good so to have all of our really class is grounded vague, in right. certified, you know, topics. Uh, not for nothing, you get, when you complete our course, not only are you meeting New York State's requirements for your pistol permit, which mm -hmm. you get a certificate saying as much, Correct. Uh, you're also getting an NRA basic pistol certificate. Correct. Which, not that our certificate wouldn't count. Like, say you take our 18-hour our certificate because it does include live fire. Right. You could take that to Florida and get your Florida non-resident permit. Sure. You could probably go to other states, not that you need it in most. Most of them are going constitutional carry. Correct. Uh, but you could go to a lot of other states. Again, 
our certificate would probably work, but it's kind of like outside of this region, who are we? You know, doesn't where the NRA is recognized things. nationwide. If you go to work Correct. at Boy Scout camp, right, they're not going to take a firing pin certificate at Massawee. Maybe they would, but I doubt it. Like, but NRA, no question, because it's NRA, right? Correct. So that's an added benefit. That class alone is usually two fifty to three hundred dollars, and it's an eight-hour course. So we've included that you're completing every step of that class when you do our course. So it's yeah, it's that's added. pretty much that's pretty yeah. much what John is covering in mm-hmm. a lot of day one kind mm-hmm. of deal, and then. Mm-hmm. You know, from there, we get into some other stuff on day two. Um, but it's a, it's a great course, all yep. in all. And uh, despite the fact that we don't want to teach it, we are required to teach it. Yep. And when we teach it, we tend to fill it. And we're, yeah. you know, so that we're grateful in that regard. And if you're looking to get a pistol permit, I recommend that you come and join us for mm-hmm. one of our classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I should have all the dates in front of me i really should but i don't so they're all on our uh, they're all on the site yeah. they're all on the facebook page and all of that stuff i'm sure that brian can kind of help hook us up with maybe uh, uh the event the events link to our facebook page or what have you in the the comments or in the comment section there yeah yep. and then uh you know you guys can go and check those out but uh, you know, we are, we take pride in the course, despite the fact that we don't necessarily agree with the fact that we are required to teach. It, it's right? one of those things where it's it's hard, you know. Like we, and obviously we have. I don't want to say extremist views. I have very like line in the sand, like hard beliefs on the Second Amendment, and that's hard to pretty absolutely sometimes rectify. Yeah. Like I do, I think everyone should get training. Absolutely. It's in your best interest to get as much training as you can afford and like take your time to schedule. Uh, Should the government put a barrier in place for anyone, you know, but say most especially like we've always talked about minorities, women, the most disenfranchised already. If you don't have even say the cheapest one, maybe it's 250 bucks, right? But it's usually more than that because it doesn't include everything. Right. Say at 300 bucks, which is kind of like the cheapest you're going to find in town. Not that it's questionable training, but say at 300 bucks for the training class, 150 bucks for the permit, say a minimum two to 300 bucks for a handgun, right? Uh, another 50 bucks for a holster, blah, blah, blah. You're talking now, you know, a fundamental right most people have been priced out of it's you know, a most it's people a don't have barrier. that amount of money in their savings account just you know, waiting most Americans these days. To, right yeah. absolutely ridiculous i've always felt it ridiculous certain counties like wyoming require you that when you get your permit you get a, when you apply for your permit you apply it's going through you get a letter in the mail saying you've been approved you have 30 days to go buy a handgun sure and if you didn't know that ahead of time if you weren't planning for that thing your permit is revoked no you don't get one now because you didn't you know, what if you had to go buy a car to have a driver's license? Like, that's not how it works. Like, yeah, no, I, I, stupid, onerous, you know, and now I, we have a very good relationship with our local county clerks, I'd like to think, but they are not your friend as a gun owner and they are, it well, seems like the some of them are right? making, they're you know, like... yeah, they're, they're making it as uh, they're, they're putting extra steps in. We've got to have certain counties require our classes to be notarized now. So now we have that extra step to do. Um, some of the counties, what was the other requirement? Um, oh, all of our instructors have to be like certified with every county too now. And it's just, it's one more thing. One more thing. Monroe County requires their own bill of sale to be used. So now we have to fill out two of them and it's just, it's a lot. 
<laughs> it's they, a lot. Well, and they just keep adding extra yeah. layers because they hope eventually there's going to be enough friction that you're just going to kind of give up, yeah. right? And like yeah. that's that's yeah. kind of like the way that they do a lot of mm -hmm. different stuff. And now you need it for a semi-auto rifle. Yeah. And for most people, I mean, really the only difference between a semi-auto only permit, or I should say a semi-auto rifle permit on its own and the pistol permit, they're the exact same process other than the 18-hour course. Mm -hmm. So you may as well take the 18-hour course, get your full pistol permit, carry permit, and all that jazz. Well, and then at least you have um, the ability to carry a gun outside of your right. home. Right, you get everything. Right. Now, I'm not saying it's a good thing in any way, but mm -mm. if, you, if you're if you thinking about getting the semi-auto rifle permit, you may as well just get the full pistol permit. If right? you're, you're going to go down that road, then yes, I would advise that you go yeah. all the way. And definitely, like... Um, like we were saying, make sure that wherever you go for training, I'm, I'm not saying that you had to take our class specifically. Mm -hmm. There are a number of classes out there, and obviously we can't teach everybody as much as we would like to, right? Sure. But make sure that you know who is conducting the training and kind of where they're coming from, and when you're in the class, make sure that you're asking questions about various parts of the class, um, especially when it pertains to, like, the legal side. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure that you understand where that information is coming from. We provide um, a lot of documentation, and it all comes, not mm -hmm. all of it, but the Article 35 and New York State law portion comes straight out of the penal code, and we yep. give you the sections yep. printed out, and so you can actually go and research yourself and see what it says, what it doesn't say, all that stuff. When we talk about transporting guns, it's the same kind of deal. We make sure that we give you the receipts right so we make sure, sure that whatever we're saying we're kind of either backing it up with with documentation saying this is where we got the information or here like here is the information or we at least say here's where you can go to do the research and right. definitely we recommend all the time like talk to a lawyer neither myself just, i was gonna just say nor that, yeah. john happens yep. to be a practicing attorney mm -hmm. as far as i'm aware and a lot so, of times i know john has said because i've sat in on classes where He'll say, look, this was the conversation that I had with my attorney mm -hmm. about this very specific instance, you know, one, I would one handle thing it in my life, like, well, yeah, yeah, like, you know. But it, it uh, does kind of, yeah. It's important, yeah. Uh, Brian, do we have anything over there? Have any, we just been, yeah, any engagement? We've Brian's been, been trying to flag us down for like 15 minutes. We've just been talking to no one. There's just, <laughs> no, no none of this has worked. Yeah, is, no. yeah. It's, it's going out of, apparently starting to lag a little bit, and I'm seeing our new Black Magic Box cash is going up so i'm thinking we might be having some network issues hmm. ah surprisingly yeah surprise there well it is raining i hate to say that that's the thing but it seems like that's that's, that's like the, the thing. trend that's right is like whenever yeah. it does rain we do have causation this same issue so yeah. uh um, do we have any questions yes we do have a couple let's hit some yeah all right so the first one that came in a while back uh, was do we do optic cuts on slides at the moment? I don't think we do. Correct. Yeah, we don't right now. We are working on that. So uh, I don't want to give too much away, but the room that we are standing in, this uh, the production studio, is when we cleaned it out, yeah, there's plenty of room in here, and the stream is actually taking up a lot more room than it will when it's in its final evolution. Um but we definitely have room in here for some equipment, and we've definitely been bringing some people on, and we know some friends, too, that, you know, are looking to do that kind of work. So uh, very soon, I'll say, we're going to be doing all sorts of cool stuff. 
you can't see it now, but just behind the left side of that American flag is a sandblasting cabinet. I did. I saw that. And there's maybe a little oven next to it Mm -hmm. that could maybe heat up certain finishes to certain temperatures. Certain baked on type ones. Cerakote requires. Yeah. Oops. Did I say that? So we, uh, we got some moves coming up. We got some exciting things happening and, uh, uh, we'll take some more questions in a minute, but you may notice that uh, Tyler's gone, right? Tyler's not here this week. And Josiah, if you've been in the shop at all, Josiah has been gone this week. They also did not leave uh, leave us, although I had to beg them to stay. No, I'm just kidding. Um, they are in Vegas at SHOT Show. Mm-hmm. So we sent them. It's been a while since we've sent anybody. Actually, I think it was Josiah back in like 18 or 19. Uh, I ran into him sent... there in 19. Yeah, okay, so it would have been 2019. I sent him and John. Uh, so it's been a little while, and I, you know, uh, we... It's something, you know, we always want to go. Sometimes it's always not financially feasible because it's a tough time of the year for any business, you know, the, the start of the year, if you don't, like, plan for it. And it's something, too, you don't always need to go to. It's definitely, like, I want to say more of, like, a reward than it is a necessity for well, like, at our level to go to because we can just read all the press releases. When stuff comes out, we can read about it. Like well, like, 2021, else. they didn't even do it, right? It's true. It's true. Like, uh, and so I, it feels like it, too, because just the press releases that I've seen come out so far... There's been some cool things released that I'm very excited about. Like, and that hasn't happened in, I feel like, seven, even like 19 or 2018 Shot Show. Like, yeah, stuff came out, but it was kind of like, meh, okay. But I just think because there hasn't been one in a year or two now that, like, it's just built up where it's like, ah, oh, cool, there's some cool shit coming out. But yeah, uh, Tyler and Josiah are out at Shot and they are learning a ton. They took some classes, shot uh, the NSSF, the National Shooting Sports Foundation. They're like our industry trade group. They uh, do some classes by some amazing, you know, retailers that own 20 stores and do way more business than we do. And it's like, how did how did you go from here to that? And some cool stuff that they're learning, they're hoping to bring back. Um, and yeah, a bunch of new products. They're making a co- bunch of cool connections. And we're really hoping for one of the things they were really trying to focus on was for Freedom Weekend, bringing more reps out here. Because that's something that I know our customers really like is if we can get, I know obviously like uh, Mr. Stepinski from EOTech always comes out, mm-hmm. right? Like he always shows us the latest and greatest. Uh, and I think this year is going to be even cooler than any. We might actually have to uh, extend the hours of Freedom Weekend to <laughs> when it's dark. Have you talked to Bill about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's, shit, That's, that's going to be cool. So, uh, But yeah, they're hoping to bring a lot more vendors over here. Um, you know, if we start doing that now, we can we can make that happen. But yeah, so that's where they are. Um, what else we got? We got, uh, I put some posts out. We got a bunch of these felt little pennant doodads right and uh you know hey i thought they were something that was kind of neat i was at a store uh in rochester and i saw this one and i love all stuff rochester i don't know why it's stupid but uh i bought it and when i took it home i noticed it was made uh by a company in buffalo and i was like oh i love supporting local stuff obviously so i looked them up and yeah it was basically like two bros in their 30s who met on a business trip somewhere and we're like reminiscing about penance, and they were like, "Doesn't it suck that like no one makes those in America anymore?" And they were like, "Yeah, it does." And so now here, here we are. So, like the one remaining company in America for custom high-end felt. Uh, you, I don't know if it shows up on camera, but these are very high-end, well-made. Uh, there's a very cool join or die 
which we hung up in the store. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. I like the one that says go away over there. <laughs> Obviously, they've got some let's go buffalo ones, and mm -hmm, we've got mm -hmm. all these for sale. Um, you know, they're made in America. They're not cheap. This one's 28 bucks for, like, this size, but this will last you, hopefully, your entire life, you know, and it's, I, I would so. say, like, it's an heirloom quality, and it's just nice to have something made in America, local, uh, it's nice, and we're coming up, small businesses, yeah, we're gonna make a TFP one that, you know, we'll sell them, Dope. but then, like, this size, we're gonna, like, give them away and stuff at Freedom Weekend, so, for sure, just a fun little collab, um, Neat. if you're into music, uh, the, the place is called Oxford, uh, Oxford Pennant, okay, and, uh, if you're into music, I can't think about, like, the Tragically Hip band similar to that, they have a bunch of band stuff, which I thought was pretty cool, but, anyways, there's that, um, <laughs> I have another, uh, I am famous for my, uh, retail gaffes and goofs when it comes to ordering, okay? Oh, no. So, we stock these signs, right? Hunters are familiar with these, or landowners, whatever, right? Sure. So we, we stock these signs, there's 12 of them in here for 5 bucks, four ninety nine, and, um, I wanted to order some more just to like stock the shelves up and I saw one of the distributors had them on sale for like a really good price for us. So I was like, ah, let me get like a dozen of them. And I thought I was going to get a dozen Signs. 12 packs. Oh, like okay. these are, tw there's a package of 12, they don't look like it, but there's a package of 12 in here. So I thought I would get 12 of these. I got I 12 of these, which there's six 12 packs in each one of these. So we got like 80. We got like 80 or 90 12 packs of signs. Wow. So please come by. So it's a lot. <laughs> if you own property or just want people to stay out of your stuff, please come by these. Because <laughs> the guys are making fun of me. They're like, Brandon, what are you what are you doing? Seems. I did that with I did that with socks once too. I ordered from one of our distributors. Like I wanted there was like a sock I really liked, a wigwam, like lightweight hiking sock. Very nice sock. And it was yeah. like, yeah, I want like I want like ten of those. And it was ten cases of them. Which good deal. Yeah, it was a good deal when I thought I was just getting like ten two-pack or whatever they were as i thought sure. yeah i still have some that was like five years ago and i still have some that i've <laughs> never okay. opened so okay. there's that come by some uh hunting signs uh what else do we have any other questions let's hit some questions i guess before we keep rambling i keep rambling let me not forget to turn my mic back on yeah don't do that um quick one i don't want to uh, miss when we were talking about classes, there was a question about the next First Aid Fundamentals class. I didn't see one on the website. Yeah, I have no idea, man. Um, more to follow on that, I guess. At a, just check back on the website, please. I I really don't know. I, I have so many other things like happening um, that it's it's kind of a big like time commitment. And everything. I love teaching that class, but... Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a big time commitment and stuff. So. And that's one, unfortunately, we'll get people very jazzed up for it, but then like four people will show up. Four, and not yeah. that it's not, it's almost more fun sometimes when there's only four people in the class for those four people. But yeah, no, it's a, it's a legit, it's a legit class and I really like teaching it. And mm -hmm. yeah, being like one person really a, mm -hmm. like a good group would probably only be like six or seven. That's one. Is there any first aid stuff in the New York state, the 18 hour pistol class? Uh -uh. That's something that I would like, if I was going to write the class, that's something like, That'd like be you mandatory, always, like if you're gonna right? poke 100%. holes in somebody, like or have the ability to, like if you're gonna carry, yeah, if you're gonna carry a, a way to poke holes in something, you definitely should have the means to like stop, mm -hmm. like, or at least the knowledge, leading, like right? yeah, 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 yeah. And you should yeah. definitely have some base of knowledge, right? I'm not mm -hmm. saying that like, you know, this class, the emergency first aid fundamentals, is gonna make you an expert in anything. By oh any sure, stretch, but it's a good curriculum, and it's definitely gonna provide you with like a good 
base of knowledge. Brian, correct me if I'm wrong. If you sat through the whole class, like were you actually in? Maybe it was Josiah. I had one of the. Uh, I was in there for a little bit for one of them. Yeah, I knew you were in for a portion of one. Yeah, I think I was working on the shop's laptop or something. Sure, right, right. right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. So yeah, but it, I had you know, multitasking. No, it's a it's a cool class. I would love to teach it again, and I, I think we probably will. So yeah. on that note, um, Todd just messaged that if you guys are interested in another stop the bleed, he might be willing be to cool. do it. I think that uh, would be co- yeah. I think that would be probably cool to do. I think that would be because that's a little bit. I don't want to put Todd on the spot personally, but usually, just for our customers, like usually when we can coordinate one of those, you, like usually they can get like a first aid kit that usually comes with a cat tourniquet in there. Really? You take a stop the bleed class, like more times than not, like the hospital can coordinate and get like a free, like they might only get 10 of them. You know, there might be more students than that, but the few, I don't want to put Todd in the spot. He can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, there was a few, there's a few that I've gone to. Like when the guys went to the one at the, um, at mercy flight, Mm -hmm. they all got like one of those like individual patrol officer kit style things mm-hmm. they pretty much each got one of those for free hmm. like i think that's from like homeland security or like fema or one of those yeah, groups does that yeah, yeah nice what else we got we've got one more question and one more comment about the uh, studio if you will i oh, love it shit. Uh, so the first yeah. question not fully sure i understand do you guys have any lh45 i'm not sure exactly what left hand 45 that's LH the only thing 45. i can think of yeah sorry i'm not familiar if you're asking about 45 long colt, maybe it's a typo. Maybe it's Could supposed be. to be a C. Yeah. Uh, I think we have 45 long colt or Lake on the shelf would be my guess. Lake City 45? Um, sense. But if you're asking about like a left-handed 45. No. I don't think we really have any left-handed pistols. I mean like. Who asked that? Um, Don John. Yeah. An FN. Most of the FN pistols are pretty ambidextrous. So if you were to get like an FN forty five, like the tactical hmm. pistol, that would be a good. All but right, let's see what they have to say. <laughs> so it's in reference to the women's sign that you have there on the front of the table. Yeah, who I respect the most. So the comment is digging the sign that says "women." I had one of the ancient alien memes with a crazy-haired guy holding his hands up saying women instead of aliens. <laughs> but alas, I cannot post it here, so my textual description of myself doing it will have to suffice. <laughs> I like it. Women. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what... Um, I don't know. Did you see there was a video I saw of, like, there was a dude that they caught, for, like, they he's on trial for, like, murdering his wife, right? And they okay. read his search history uh-huh. out in court, and it was like, at 8.04 a.m., you searched how to hide a body. And then it was like, at 8.06, it was like, does acid dissolve a body? And it was like, at 8.09, like, how deep do I have to bury a body? Like, and it was, and he's just sitting there, he's just like, hmm. That's me, but with my, like, eBay saved searches that come up. So, like, when right, I, when, right. when you just see weird stuff appearing on the set, just please excuse me. Yeah, so, speaking of the <laughs> set, I want to bring up the elephant that's not in the room. Uh, Jeremiah, friend mm. of the show, friend of the store, friend Ooh, of ours, yes. right? Yeah, just a uh, friend. Great, just a friend, great dude. Uh, he gave to me an awesome, like, 
flag. It's like a silk one. Yeah. And it's um, from Savage Tacticians. Ooh. And it says, like, um, fuck, I can't think of it now. But it's got like you know a skull with like cool a helmet and like it. a freaking thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's oh, uh, admit nothing, deny everything, make counter accusations. <laughs> and it's like three by five, maybe something like this. Yeah. And he was thinking it might be cool to put on the set someplace. Sure. On yeah, one yeah. of these naked ass walls. I love and it. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That might be cool. And I have it at the house. It was out. It was like ready to be brought over to this location and i just didn't bring it so sure. i will bring it next time i'm coming over here which coincidentally will probably be tomorrow because i'm here all the time that is true that is true uh if we don't have anything pressing we i i put a video out last week yeah we got to on that. saturday mm -hmm. uh most of you are already aware but for those of you that aren't the atf made a rule change as um they just like to do that they like to just sit around and they're like how could we make everyone mad and how could we make people you know there's a lot of innocent people just sitting around not committing crimes and not being felons and we would like to make them felons so uh a lot of you own AR-15s or other pistols with braces on them and not the braces that fix your teeth but an arm brace right and when those were developed right it was kind of a pretty clear like you have a pistol right which I've always felt and um, <coughs> Ian from Forgotten Weapons a lot of you have probably seen his video about this but I don't think it makes any sense that I can own a full-size rifle and I can own a pistol, which is tiny and concealable, but I can't own the thing that's in between them. Like, it just it does, logically, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Right. The thing um, that would be classified as, like, an SBR yeah. is an NFA item. Yeah. It's banned. You can own a motorcycle, or you can own an F1 car. You know, or, like, or you can own an F-350, but you can't own a sedan. Right. And just, like, none of that makes sense. Like, it just, it's, it's stupid, but... Uh, the ATF, long story short, has made a change where, on its surface, pretty much all AR-15 pistols and any other type of design like that, you know, uh, it, I don't see, especially in New York, a way to make them legal. Anywhere else, they're giving you the option of registering it as an SBR, tax-free. Wow, thank you. No $200 tax for something I already own. Uh, and you'd be on your way in Pennsylvania. But you can also put a stock on it at that point, too, which... And then it's like, an SBR, yeah. You can do SBR, all the fun stuff like, you want. So... You, who cares about the pistol brace at that point? Um, in New York, us regular civilians can't own NFA items like SBRs. So it's a very gray area of, like... Okay, say you buy a receiver. You buy just a, a plain receiver. You do a forty-four seventy-three on it. Done it's that. yours. You can make it a rifle or a pistol. Yep. At the dealer, it's on there as a receiver. So kind of whatever you do with it at home is your business. And if you had it as a pistol for a long time, now you want to put, you take your pistol, you take your 14.5 upper or your 11-inch upper off, you get rid of it, um, and then you do whatever with it. You throw it in an API bag and bury it. It doesn't matter. Uh, you put a 16-inch barrel on there and you put a regular stock on it. And now it's a rifle. It meets all the criteria of a rifle. And? Um, and you've made it uh, New York State legal. But now you have to get it off your pistol permit because it would be it would have been on your pistol permit anyways. But once it's been a pistol. That's the tough thing. I don't... So with a receiver, I'll say, there's no way... 
It's not logged anywhere that it was a pistol. You're right. You made it a pistol. In, I'm it's just saying in New York It's on your permit. State. Like, yeah. There's really it's not a, a lot of like, legal wiggle yeah. room there. If you bought, us. like we have a Sons of Liberty out there. I don't know who's going to buy it right now, but we have a Sons of Liberty Gunworks pistol out there. If I sell that to you, it has to be on the 4473. It's sold as a pistol. Right. So you can't, I don't see how you change it to a rifle at that point. Um, can't do it unless you do it through the ATF because there or is you like, sh- like you give it to us and we manufacture it into and I don't even know how that works. I think we'd have to reserialize it and it would. But be, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, once know, it's been yeah. a pistol, that serial yeah. number is now a, uh, a pistol unless you and it, pay. And then it goes it goes beyond even that uh, because it's not as simple as just taking your um, brace because before right say before the brace came out when that came out in like 2012. So like pre, so say back in like when we were in high school or whatever, mm-hmm. they sold, like I remember DPMS was one of them, they sold in Colt, you could buy a short, it was an AR-15 pistol, uh, with like a seven and a just, half inch and barrel, and it had just a buffer tube, mm-hmm. and it had like a little piece a little of foam pad, on it, yeah, 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 it was something like that, thing. nobody had thought of the brace thing yet, idea, um, and so those were out, and that's like the Sons of Liberty Gunworks, that's how we're selling it right now, there's no brace on it, it's just a buffer tube, and you're golden. So you say, well, what about that? That doesn't have a brace on it. That's just a pistol. Well, there's, and I didn't grab it from the printer. There's an actual, there's a huge checklist where you can assign point values to this. But there are six basic criteria that they look at that tell it, is this actually a pistol or is or it, is an it SBR? a SBR? Mm-hmm. So one of them, does it have a weight or length consistent with the weight or length of similar SBRs? So with a 11.5 or even a 14.5, I don't see how you're going to say, you know, you've removed the, the say, the stock component, you know, the the um, the brace, right? right? So, okay, yeah, a actual SBR, you're going to have a Magpul CTR stock on it or whatever you're going to have, an M4 Correct. basic classic stock. So it'll weigh, what's the weight of an M4 stock? Six ounces, 10 ounces, whatever it is, nothing, right? right. Whatever that difference in weight is, but... What does that mean? With the weight or length consistent, what if you had a you know an arrow, um, basic you know one of their their uppers with their handguard versus plastic handguard versus a Daniel Defense RIS handguard that weighs a million pounds? You yeah, know. but here's the thing: by the time you put everything together onto sure. the gun, like because we what don't is that know margin of error. Right, we don't yeah. know who's weighing the gun, and right. we don't know what they're right. weighing with uh, it on. So the the weight and length, you're fucked. Uh, two, whether the weapon has a length of pull that's consistent with SBRs. Okay, so that's so. from the trigger to the end of the buffer tube, right? So, a Daniel Defense, uh, DD, a DD Mark yeah. 18, yeah. right, is the same yeah. in length of pull yeah. so as screwed. any of my guns with the buffer tube. Because if you collapse that yeah. stock all the way in, yeah. it's the same basic length Now, as here's one I hadn't considered in all of this. There are a lot of companies that have been making like the Sig Cross. I don't know if the, I don't know if they make a pistol version of that, but that's one that came to mind first. But say the Ruger Charger mm-hmm. or um, Remington made a pistol bolt action, right? Like the what, what's Q make the Trash Panda? They call it not the suppressor. What do they call it? Q makes uh, is it the Fix? They make yeah, a the little fix. tiny. It's a pistol, but it's a bolt action, ten inch barrel pistol short barrel rifle okay so what would you put on a rifle like that for a glass you wouldn't put a red dot one to six yeah you'd put some type of lpvo or any type of all right 
whether the weapon is equipped with sights or a scope with eye relief that required the weapon to be fired from the shoulder to be used as designed. So now all those short pistol bolt action rifles that were cool like backpacking hunting setups in 300 Black or 7.62, well, you know, whatever they were in, those are not going to be okay because all you're going to be allowed to put on them is a red dot because a red dot you can shoot at arm's length like a handgun sure. is meant to be. Basically, the ATF are being the biggest fuds and telling you there's only one way to shoot and it's our way to shoot. Well, and no your, other way to shoot your 13 sevens, right? Like I know a ton sure. of dudes that run like either a 12 and a half Mm-hmm. Or like with a one to four, yeah. or like a thirteen point seven, yeah. or a fourteen point five, yeah. with like a one to six, or even a one to eight power mm-hmm. optic, right? So you're not going to be able to do that anymore because, sure. like you're saying, that that gun or that sight rather is going to require you to put the gun in a specific eye relief, yeah. right? Yep. Which is yep. consistent with the gun being in your shoulder. Here's another one: whether the surface area that allows the weapon to be fired from the shoulder is created by a buffer tube receiver extension or any other accessory component or other rearward attachment that is necessary for the cycle of operations basically what's that saying is uh look at the new scar 16p that came out Uh right that pistol has a piece of picatinny rail on the butt of it so which is not there's nothing back there you don't need it right. right you don't need a buffer tube there so you can't make the argument of on a gun like that or an ar-180 or or a regular or any of those guns you know, oh, I'm gonna put a buffer tube on there and do like the tennis ball thing that I've seen people do. Well, you don't need a buffer. T- you don't need a buffer tube on that gun. You can't have it on there. Right. Stupid. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, here's my two favorite ones, though, Pat. My two absolutely favorite ones: the manufacturer's direct and indirect marketing and promotional materials indicating the intended use of the weapon. Direct and indirect meaning what? Like so, if they have ever, and I would like to know the indirect marketing as well. So say. Uh, you know, name your the PSA. PSA makes a pro a gun. Or, you know, Remington, Colt, whoever. They make a gun. They market it. Here's our gun, right? And if if they have any picture other than just here's the gun, if they have a guy shouldering it in their shoulder, indirect marketing. Does that mean like okay, Colt made this. Colt sent us this gun to show and like look how you can use it. And I do on our live stream that goes out to thirty people. You know. I indirectly market the gun being used in this way. Garantham does a video. FPS Russia, not that he exists anymore, but like those guys do a video and they use the gun in a certain way and it's marketed a certain way. Or not. whether you and use it like that at all. Sure. What came to my mind actually while you were kind of going over some of those different examples was if let's say that Arrow Precision mm-hmm. puts out and I'm not sure that they do or they don't put out any sort of like complete pistol sure but I, I, they may yeah. but let's say that aero precision for example has a pistol We're, we'll assume that they do um they also sponsor the tactical games sure and in yeah. the tactical games marketing yeah i can guarantee yeah. you you're gonna see a person yeah. using a pistol with so are they then therefore indirect? I mean, that that's would be even sure. a form of direct marketing, yeah. I would say, because they're using the tactical game. Especially if it was like sponsored a, or something. Well, because yeah. that's what they do. Yeah, yeah they sponsor right, those they guys. Do. Yeah. So, yeah. No, so that would be... Here's my favorite one, though. They saved the best for last. Information demonstrating the likely use of the weapon in the general community. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave it for you here in between the both of us so you can, like... What in the fuck does that mean? 
And from it like, means pictures of me or you or any other person. The likely use of the weapon in the general community. Right, like this is what people do with this weapon. And so, guess, guess what though? All of the use of the weapon yeah. that you're going to see currently. Yeah. yeah. Do you know where the basis for that comes from? Where? An opinion letter oh. that was written oh. by this very agency. Oh. Yeah, because think about, okay, we've heard a figure thrown out between 10 and 40 million AR-15s or other pistols with braces on them. Let's go with 10. We'll Let's go 10. with 10 million. Okay. Let's pull up some crime statistics. Just off the top of our head, over these past few years, we know what is the most used type of firearm in crimes. Hand is it AR-15s no. with pistol braces on no, them? No, no it's handguns because an AR-15, even a four and a half inch, you know, dragon breathing, fire throwing, you know, pistol, it's massive it's compared big. to the biggest Glock or a fucking Mark, you know, HK Mark 23. Like, Correct. it's ridiculous that. We're going after things, you know, and, and we were talking about this today out in the shop. Our government has a history of just doing things that don't work and then sticking with it. And then when it doesn't work, they dig in harder. The NFA, the 1934 NFA, did that magically solve crime or really make crime better in any way? No, it had no effect on it. The 68 Gun Control Act, based in racism and not wanting black people to have guns in the street demanding rights... Uh, did that have any effect on crime? No, yeah. pretty sure we still have a shitload of it. Like, the 94, hmm, the thing that Biden, our president, was so proud of, he, he just last week he said, or this few days ago, he said, I banned assault weapons once and I'll do it again. Sure. Pretty sure we had an assault weapons ban from 94 to 2004, and what did we let it do? We let it expire because it didn't do anything. It didn't work. The crime statistics are there, and they're, they've been pretty, pretty plainly yeah. studied and poured over. And there was literally no Ugh, effect. Absolutely ridiculous. So, uh, uh, so to me, information demonstrating the likely use of the weapon in the general community. Well, that right there first of all, tells you the likely you use of the inanimate object of the tool. The likely use is it's going to sit in a closet. Well, and that's what ninety nine point nine 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 percent of them do. Yeah, and then point one percent of them go out to Poland Wave or wherever and train, and then point zero 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 one percent of them get used in crimes yeah they do they do go to great lengths here to or they they don't go to any lengths here to kind of hide their feelings in mm -hmm. general about yeah. because they use the term weapon over and over yep. right and there are many different terms we could use and one one of them would be pistol mm -hmm. right and so a pistol is definitionally not a weapon unless and until it's used as such right um it doesn't have to be a weapon so, because it's a tool, and there's many different uses for yep. it other than yep. force, right? Yep. So, that's that's kind of a problem right there. Is when they start using that word weapon and they just keep putting it in there over mm -hmm. and over and over again. Mm -hmm. It kind of tells you what they are kind of driving at, anyway. They're weaponizing the language. Hundred percent. Do we have any questions, comments, concerns over there? Nothing? Good, because yeah. good, yeah. Good. Let's, uh, you guys want to cut it short? <laughs> we cut, how long's it been? What do we got? 802? It's about 48 minutes according to the new box. Yeah, cool. How many viewers do we have, does it say? Um, I just 19. refreshed a minute ago and it was 26. <laughs> That's oh, not bad. That was pretty cool. That's pretty cool. 
Yeah. Cool. Thank you guys uh, so much for yeah, hanging I out Yeah, I can't really us. think of anything else. Um, I have nothing just... else other than... we. Did oh, yeah, we have about... a new rental gun. I wanted to tell a story, I guess, if you got a minute. So, yeah, we got a minute to tell a story, and then... But first, let me show out. you guys this. So, we have a new rental gun that is semi-automatic mm -hmm. uh, shotgun, mm -hmm. and uh, this is the Mossberg 940. Um, it's the... I don't want to put you on the spot. Do you know what they changed from the 30 to the 40? I don't. I'm guessing that the magazine extension coming standard is part of it. Um, uh, Brian Wellesleck was telling me it was actually like I made. I was like, oh, is it just that they put an optic cut on it? Right. But no, he said there's there's quite a few changes to it. It's like not a new gun, but it's enough that it warranted a name change, not just you know a 930 Pro something else. No you kidding. Know, like it's it's a new gun. Yeah. I put uh, about 40 slugs through it yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Shoots pretty well. Shoots pretty well. It definitely likes higher velocity, at least for now. Maybe till we break it in, you know, or I don't know if there's a um, adjustability in the gas system or however it works, you know. But uh, it, so... it's pretty sweet. It's got a Riton, which I'd never... I'm pretty sure it's a Riton, right? Yep, it is. Uh, Red Dot, which I'd never used before. And I'll be honest, I'm kind of a snob when it comes to optics. Um... I was willing to test this one on there because it's a range gun. It's, nobody's going to depend their life on it. But uh, it held up to like 24 3-inch Magnum slugs or 25, whatever it was. Yeah, four, uh, 20, uh, four boxes. 23-inch uh, Magnum slugs, like bam, 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 bam. Like, sure. So nice. if it lived through that, it'll probably keep kicking for a little while. Um, but yeah, I had posted that with the question of who remembers our first, or I should say like, When's the last time we had a semi-auto shotgun for rent? Uh, and it was this pig, which some of you might recognize as a Spaz 12. You don't normally see them with a, like a fixed stock. Most people, when they think of a Spaz 12, they think of the Jurassic Park, um, you know, folding, folding stock. Correct. Right? But uh, yeah, this has got, I think this gun, the only time that I've seen one of these, I think it's in the Matrix. Mm -hmm. I think there's a scene where... Neo and Trinity, they go to like the headquarters building, and it's like there's like the lobby scene, I think it's called. And yes. like, there's a huge shootout. Uh -huh. And yeah, I think there's a scene where like a guy comes around a corner with this, and yeah, Trinity right. like kicks it and like spins it around, and somehow it spins a hundred, <laughs> it spins like the other way, sure. and she shoots him with it. Yeah. That's the only time I've ever seen a full stock one like in uh, movies. I'm I sure. love it. I I'm think sure it's I'm cool wrong. Well. I'm sure it's in a ton of other ones. But, anyway. I but anyways, I hadn't thought about that scene in. Probably 10 Such a years. cool scene. And as soon as you mentioned it, I can see that exact guy that you're talking about. I still remember like being in like middle school or whatever when that like when the movie came out, and then you know how like TBS a few years would go by and it would be on channel 38 like, oh, TBS, right? Good time, yeah. And I still remember like I watched that movie maybe like uh, six months ago with Anna, and there's this like the lobby scene. They do the huge shootout, and then like the shootout's over with, and like the last bullet gets fired, and there's like this big piece of marble that just like shink, like breaks. And then, like, when you watch it on TV, that's when the commercial break is. And then, like, when you come back, there's, like, it's a new scene and, like, new things happen or whatever. And I just, like, it was like a Pavlovian, like, when we were watching that scene on, like, you know, Netflix or whatever app we were watching it on, like, I, like that happened. And then I was like, snack time. Okay, yeah, like, no, break, <laughs> like, snack time. Like, okay, it's a commercial break. Like, and it was just so weird to, like, the story just kept progressing. But anyways, sure. sorry. Uh, Spaz 12. Uh, 
when we first opened, we, I mean, we knew these were rare, but we were like, eh, fuck it. Like, it's a cool gun. People want to rent it. And a lot of people rented this. If you came down in like 2014 or 15 or 16, even maybe, you could have just rented the crap out of this thing and shot as many three inch magnum slugs as you wanted through it, which sounds terrible. Dope. And uh, so two cool stories. We had in 2015, the Amherst, the hockey team, the Rochester Amherst came down uh, and like the team manager called us and was like, hey, like every year we do a team building thing with the the guys and they voted and like if we can we want to come over and shoot at your place and we we're like uh fuck yeah and the deal was like we negotiated a price and then we were like we want a jersey that says the firing pin on sure. the back of it and then we want like box suites to any game it doesn't matter which one so that was all part of it and that was fun so we did that and uh yeah so the amherst come out we had all the guys show like all the staff that I could get in and we pretty much had like one staff member per lane and we would just take turns like we would be sitting there with all the ammo and we would just shunk, 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 load it up all right safety off here you go and like the team member because there's like the whole team like 30 or 40 players mm. and then all the staff members it was like 60 people sure. and we're just loading these things here you go hit the safety blah, 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 blah. okay here you go safety there you go like send them out the door and uh, they're blasting, blasting. So I couldn't tell you how many rounds this pig has had through her. Uh,